0: Welcome back to the very eighth episode of the Coast to Coast Jeju Podcast. I am Sean Beck, and I'm here with my brother from another mother,
1: Kevin Hill. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the eighth podcast.
0: Eighth can't already, it.
1: man. That's, what, two months now? Getting close to double figures, Sean. Oh, yeah. We're growing up. We're growing are we getting up. any more mature? No, but no. our views,
0: our, our listens are going up a tiny bit. So really? That's good news. Yeah, we hit uh, 400
1: plays. Nice Thanks to everyone who listened Total Thanks so you very much So that's less than 50 plays That's like a 50 plays per episode <laughs> Okay <maybe. laughs> so I can probably tell you about 20 of those that's Yeah my I mom pressing repeat Tell you
0: the other 20 and Does it
1: count as a play if you play it more than once Or does it kind of know your IP address or whatever I don't know But I'm gonna
0: guess it's not that Because how many people are listening to this twice I've never listened to an episode <laughs> twice
1: <laughs> Have you?
0: I don't think I've Only if I was editing some segment. Segments, but I haven't listened to it. Yeah, twice. that doesn't
1: count as listens, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I
0: don't think so. Okay. I mean, I think if it did, it would be up to like a thousand now.
1: I think I've I've not resigned to the realization, but I've um, happily accepted. Let's put it that way. That oh, yeah. who cares
0: if anymore? Listens were never part of the reason why we did this.
1: Yeah, but we kind of gave them a lot of uh, flack. We, yeah, you know, yeah, shots yeah. fired at first, but now it's yeah, just
0: now okay, we just don't care.
1: On. Yeah. It's joyful. Yeah. We're in good mood again today, aren't we? Yeah. We're in Uh, a good mood again last week. Epic mood. We're
0: on a roll. No stopping. No No stopping. Can't stop, won't stop, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Drink of the day today. What are we drinking today, Kevin? What did you
1: make today? Do you like pina coladas? It's the greatest drink you've ever given me. It's very good. It's really, really good. Pina coladas get
0: a lot of shit from people. It's too girly. It's too gay. It's blah, blah, blah. It's too fruity. It's not. Fuck
1: you. Pina colada (laughs) is an awesome drink. The way you've made. I don't know about the criticisms leveled against pina coladas. I've had them before in the past and I remember liking it. But this was, what did I say to you earlier? This could be a breakfast drink. Yeah,
0: I think that's the criteria that we just going on now. (laughs) Can you drink it for breakfast?
1: I could start off my day with one of those. Oh, yeah. That is divine. It's very good. Well played. Really um, good levels of mix, really good texture.
0: A little tip for everyone trying to make piña colada at home. Go on, I don't know lime zest and a little lime juice. You need to balance it out with a little acidity and a little brightness.
1: So talk us through the recipe. What do you you know, step by step. What's your method? You get
0: rum, ice, canned pineapple, some of the juice from the can, uh, cream of coconut. That's not hard to find. You can find it in any of the grocery stores. Um, not not expensive either. What like two three bucks. And then you can probably get like six piña coladas out of that. Wow. One can. And then if you want a little Malibu.
1: I'll drink six if you're offering. <laughs> 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 I don't want that can to go back
0: in the fridge. I definitely you know? want to drink six too. Because these go down easy. What's
1: this? This is number this is number four because we've made two two right and we're on three minutes of the podcast i bet this is gone before we get to six minutes before our first song break i i will finish this before the first song break
0: (laughs) but it's a really good drink for us today we're both in high spirits and good uh, weather
1: good weather oh my god it's boiling so hot it's too hot today actually Woo! i'm glad we're inside doing a podcast in air conditioning because outside is just boiling today. should we do an outdoors one soon that would just be so steamy <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just hear the s- <laughs> oh don't do that my ears are bleeding every time you make an s sound <laughs>
1: what's another sound you can make for heat or or humidity or steam if not s Okay, more of an AH. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just pain. I'll <laughs> go with that in the future. Yeah. But, um, yeah. What did you do today? I got the weekend off. Nice. So, hence this podcast. Hence the podcast. Yeah. Not by phone like before. That'll <laughs> be next time. I, um, tried to, um, give Bibi and shishi a cracking weekend so um we've been talking all week about doing an ice cream and gingerbread party <laughs> which i've just made up that's the thing now <laughs> you eat ice cream and make gingerbread so you're sugared from start to finish so this morning i had six girls over at my house Shout out to BB and Shishi's friends. How old were these kids? Average age? I had three three-year-olds and three five-year-olds. Jesus Christ! I, I nailed it. You know, it's I, yeah. I, I, mean, I you're, made you're them alive. I controlled them. I, I sat them down. Did my um, teacher mode? Did they OD off of sugar? I foam, foam at the mouth and twitching <laughs> for a good forty minutes. I lost sight of two of them when we went outside. I didn't know where they'd gone. I hope they come back. <laughs> <laughs> That's very troubling. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I'm on a secure campus. Unless you can sec- only say that after you found them if you hadn't found them you could not
0: mention that
1: i was thinking i was thinking like if their parents come and say where are my kids i'd be like your kids are so naughty they just ran away i don't know where they've gone put the blame on them yeah. it's your fault they're How shit kids dare you leave your kids with me when i invited you to a party to behave this is a behaving party you know it's fun because uh we talked about it last time on the podcast didn't we just um doing good deeds being good I wasn't being calculative or manipulative, but I just thought, I'll get a bunch of kids across and have a cracking morning off. And it yeah, was it's really good. it's good for the
0: kids, too. Yeah, I mean, Bibi and Shishi love having friends over.
1: Yeah. They get so excited. Like, they were buzzing about that. I mentioned it on Tuesday. So they were r- just rocking on that theme all week. We're having a party. We're having a party. Epic. Yeah.
0: Party hard. Do you know the saddest sentence in the English language? Go on. What party?
1: Oh, that is sad. I just imagine it's the person who finds out later that they miss the party. You know, Sean had a great party. What party? (laughs) That you you weren't invited. That or hey, are you going to this party? Everyone's invited. Yeah. What party? (laughs) Who's having a party? (laughs) No, I'm going home to cry in the bath. Alone <laughs> with a scented candle. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it was a great morning. What did you do this morning? I what did I do
0: this morning? I got up pretty early. My sleep schedule has been a little better. What times early? Uh I think eight thirty maybe today. Considering I slept at like two thirty, that's not bad. That's pretty good. And then uh I ate. I was working on some audio stuff, chatted with my friend in the States. Shout out to April. Really good friend. We'll uh, I'll try and have an episode with her. You've mentioned
1: that name before. That that flashed up. Yeah, she's really nice. She's a big
0: fan of Korea, and uh, she's moved to North Carolina. North Carolina. I, I think, don't know uh, what you're... North Carolina's like. <laughs> is it is it like that racist voice you're doing? No, they're like beginning of the southern area. They're they're famous for barbecue.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. So, That's uh, good. I hope to, Sounds good. Sounds like a nice go. place. She's
0: moved there. Yeah, from California. So oh, cool. Well, uh, hopefully, Kevin and I will go visit you, April, one day, and we'll have some epic barbecue. Yeah,
1: I've never. You know what? It's a dream of mine. It really is a dream of mine. I've never been to the states. So, and I've lived with Americans for years, a bunch of times. Near where she lives is a tap house. Okay, with two hundred. Oh wow! Taps, taps.
0: So you and tap I. Need, out. <laughs> You and I need to go and see what number we can get to. April, reach out. Get in touch. <laughs> April, we want to be sponsored by this time coronavirus <laughs> receded, we're there. Yeah.
1: Or we'll not be alive before we catch the virus. Mm, we'll see. No, we'll be good. We'll be good. I want to do a road trip through the States with my family. My that'd dream be, is to do like, like the whole Winnebago thing. I'd love great. to do that. The RV? RV. RV. Like, uh, what's his name?
0: Frank Dunphy did. Yep, Frank Dunphy. Did oh, it. rest in peace. That the actor uh,
1: passed away just the other week. Serious? Yeah. So sad. He Although a, it looks good in film, but then maybe it's more difficult. Yeah, and it was could, you know, could be tiring. Pushing the years too, you know, he was an old old
0: guy. So okay. Well, let's. I was hoping to end on a brighter note before a song break, but. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It, it it does link. We were gonna link it, but we missed our own link. But I can bring it back. Rewind. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about me feeding the kids ice cream and gingerbread for breakfast. Right. That's how we we're gonna segue into this. And um, I was gonna mention that um, giving your kids a bunch of sugar for their breakfast—great idea—is always fun. <laughs> Are so, they still in bed now? Uh, yeah, and they crashed about three hours ago. <laughs> 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 uh they're they're in a sugar coma a food coma um but um we were going to introduce a great song which is kind of linked to the theme of breakfast Swimming. yes it's kurt and linked to
0: our amazing mood today
1: yeah and we both love kurt Vile. everyone loves kurt Vial. and uh,
0: this song also has the Cor- very courtney. very special courtney barnett
1: did we play a song by these guys already over the last few weeks no we've Never. only played kurt Vile's rolling with the flow which is okay. an amazing song rolling with the flow People really love that song. Yeah. That's Kurt Val too. I, saw, I
0: ran into uh, Raj the other day with Paul at the GS and you know he was one of the first to mention he loved the music that we played.
1: Nice. So this song is another great song that you're going to fall in love so with. So good. They
0: are, Roth mentioned that they are like the same person just a different gender
2: because
0: mm. even their names are similar. Yeah. Kurt Val, like the initials are KV and CB mm. and uh, they fit so well together. They're awesome. They're awesome.
1: I uh, just finished my uh, drink of the day. I told you I would. (laughs) Our first song is Kurt Vile, Continental Breakfast. One, two, three.
3: Believe what I could have told you, but I don't believe I've the balls to let you know. I can say that cause I'm a man, but I feel like a little boy today. I cherish my intercontinental friendships. We talked it over, continental breakfast. In a hotel in East
4: Bumble, wherever.
3: Somewhere on the sphere, around here. I cherish my intercontinental friendships Not much very big on enemies So I kick a can way up into the sun, man But it falls down into a ravine I don't mean to even think about it that way But I do Watching the waves come in Or swing, swinging on its own See it's just an inhabitant of
4: some holy ghost
3: Like a bruised ego along Shorefront property unknown to me But I'm feeling inferior on the interior Don't, don't you see? see? Guarded and sentimental And after all it's just a rantal Like Black, better luck, better luck performing. performing Telekinesis on a mm-hmm. priestess You won't believe what I might have Could have told you But I wouldn't want to leave you Tripping out over it Okay, more so me, but. Or just me.
4: Watching the waves come in at night. From my back
3: porch to porch swing. Swinging on its own. See, it's just and it has. Some holy ghost
4: friendships we talk it over continental breakfast in a
3: hotel in East Bumble wherever somewhere on the sphere
2: around here.
0: That was Continental Breakfast by Courtney Barnett and Kurt Vile. Beautiful. Epic song. One of my favorites. One of our favorites. How's the drink? We've moved on to the classic. Classic. Dark and Stormy. This is basically our go-to, isn't it? This is always and has been and will be our go-to drink.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen Kevin cough from a
0: drink in so long
1: oh that's not a good balance <laughs> oh god who made that oh that. Some, some tall guy that's that's a bit
0: mad <laughs> that's pretty extreme we you gotta t- pace ourselves on that one you know what that, we're
1: not gonna make it to an hour that's a ball breaker that's a def- definite ball breaker I'm break. not gonna finish that one before the next song Sean you cannot. And you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, cool. our theme today is going to be hobbies. We're going to yeah, talk about hobbies, hobbies. today. We, we were really kind of nice and happy about our um, mood last week. And we talked about anger. Yeah. And we this week we decided to come up with a new topic. Yeah, hobbies. because so our gonna, music is so happy. I feel like, you know, go with it. Yeah, we're going to talk about a few things today. We're going to talk about hobbies of the past, hobbies of the present. Quitting things, it's like uh, persisting with things. What's that movie or what's that, what's that book? Ghost what? of Christmas Past. Ghost of Christmas Past, uh, Christmas Carol by Christmas Charles Dickens. Like hobby Carol. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, very good. We got th- we got three acts. Yeah. with like classic Greek drama, <laughs> but no one's gonna die. <laughs> well, we don't know well, that yet. They we finish we'll our drink. Know. ale. <laughs>
0: anyhow, first hobbies. What was your first hobby, Kevin? Guess. <laughs> It
1: wasn't rum.
0: <laughs>
1: Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. So when I was three, I decided to look into Shakespeare's sonnets. Yeah, I've seen
0: baby pictures of Kevin. He's wearing those fluffed. uh,
1: <laughs> It's called a rough. Yeah,
0: yeah. rough. The a rough collar. <laughs> oh, very adorable. He's yeah. got his I mean, uh, playbook
1: in his right hand. It's normal in Burnley. Everyone in knows left Shakespeare's, Shakespeare's oh,
2: sonnets.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: As you do. When you're born, they uh, send you and your mom and your dad home and they just give you uh, Shakespeare's folio and say, have a nice life. My first hobby was, of course, come on, it's football. Football. Of course it is, I'm an Englishman. How did you start? I think it must have been a local sports center, local leisure club, whatever you want to call it. Did your parents sign you up or did you go with your friends? No, I think it must have been So you were that
0: that young where you didn't remember.
1: Yeah, I just have like vague, you know, vague pictures in my head about it, about you know, those early memories, but yeah, it was football and it was probably as much as the social aspect, hanging out with your friends, yeah. as much as it was a love for the sport, but it certainly blossomed into a, a full on passion. You still play. still, you still play, love it. Still play today. Still love it. And um, yes, it's it's a great thing to have a sport that you've fallen in love with from an early age yeah, and you get so good true. at. Yeah. Yeah, you can well, I'm not I don't mean good like, you know, you, good enough to be paid for it, but good enough that you can play it and you understand it and you enjoy it. Yeah. So That's for me nice. it was it was football. I think that I must have played as a child hours and hours and hours every single day. It's nonstop. That, I, when we used to go to school, we used to carry our books in our bag and I always remember having a football in the back. Nice. It was it was part of life. It really was. How about you? What was your earliest hobby? Do you remember? I don't th- this weird thing is like I have a lot of hobbies now, but I don't
0: remember any uh, hobbies from when I was a kid. Like when I was really young, like a toddler or whatever, like or grade school. I don't. <laughs> Kevin's just wincing at the potency of the drink. <laughs> it's like fire, fire water. I feel like a sailor. <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't really have many uh, hobbies as a, I don't think I had any hobbies as a kid I took piano lessons until I was maybe 11-ish Didn't really like it I've always liked music as a kid And uh, I was like, hey, I want to learn guitar So the thing I do most now is basically my first hobby cool yeah so I think I was 12 when I first started taking uh, guitar lessons your
1: hobby still is the number one driving thing in your life I went to school for it so mine's gone down football's faded for me I mean long I no longer cover my bedroom well it's because Jenny said Take those pictures down. But I no longer cover my bedroom. Because like uh, she didn't like the gay, sweaty muscles. I don't have pictures of guys' abs in short shorts kicking footballs around anymore. Have you
0: watched the new uh, Rick and Morty episodes? Not yet. They talk about those, you know, those weird V muscles. Oh, uh, V muscles? What's like a V muscle? are like... Near your uh, abs on the side, like okay, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. If weird weird you if you if you muscles. lose
1: enough weight, you get that. I know yeah. what you mean. Do you know what they're called? No. Apparently, they're called cum gutters. That's not real. <laughs> <laughs> That's not real. They're, your reproduction system has nothing to do with that part of your body.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: your junk is all outside it's a gutter for though. temperature. You don't know. Yeah, I mean, if if you got like that chisel body <laughs> okay. but that's just a euphemism come on <laughs> did you believe that no i'm just trying to see how you would react to it. i mean it goes from your kidneys you moron no but they're outside you, i don't know. okay let's stop talking about that Jeez anyhow please. uh we wow so that's how you're using your netflix membership <laughs> with nice. all the educational things on there
0: <laughs> yeah, you watch trailer park boys i watch rick and morty <laughs>
1: Oh, all fair and square <laughs> so that's absolutely ridiculous i mean um you 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 talk about that i i think that football does have an element of maybe there is an element of um chest beating and oh, and testosterone and, and and most sports yeah does. i guess they all do but i mean that's for me when i go to football i mean that that is still definitely a part of it you let off steam yeah definitely yeah, yeah. and you I mean I've do you seen get that from- you
0: I've seen you literally steaming in the winter like literal steam coming off your scalp. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, it looks it looks funny. <laughs> you're like a, you're like a demon that just came out of hell.
1: <laughs> End of level boss. Yeah. That's what they call that's your nickname <laughs> in football, it is, right? Yeah, level boss. Uh, you get that same I You mentioned last time you'd hit a plateau with your guitar. Do you want to pick that up or not? Yeah, because I've
0: actually made progress. Oh, cool. You got through it. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm in the process of starting back up again. I've started playing metal music again, and metal is pretty challenging. It's
1: ridiculously challenging. I mean, even you showing me the Andrew W.K. riff today is too hard (laughs) for me. It's too fast.
0: I did two hours of metal with Paul the other day. Shout out to Dr. Lombardi. Hi, Dr. Lombardi. Thank you for the help this podcast wouldn't be possible without your help. Thank I'd still you. be, I'd still, I'd still be in the home. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I've been, uh, I've been practicing metal. I've been getting Paul into metal and he was, uh, I think he told you he had a hangover. When it was I, just I think
1: what he meant was-
0: I'm <laughs> guitar- Metal <laughs> over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been uh, pushing myself a
1: little more. So that's been fun. Why do you think you hit that plateau? I think it's because um Do you need new genres of music to New keep- genres, new
0: music. I mean, I'm a creature of habit in a way when it comes to stuff like music and food and stuff like that. I'm always on the lookout for new stuff, but you know, you try and look for new you know, new music and stuff like that, but you know, stuff that's been released in the past five years I mean, I don't mean to shit on anyone with bad music taste, but you know. I don't listen to Justin Bieber these new pop guys and whatever in my free time you Mm -hmm. know what I mean so it's kind of hard to find nice metal
1: music when all the music is like Dua Lipa and all these I wouldn't know a new metal band from the last few years if you told me one I struggle to know and even if I do they're
0: you know I don't know maybe I'm starting to sound like an old fart you know we mentioned that I have I'm, I'm an old soul before but
1: anyhow you know what i, I want to just progress. i know it's similar i think there's a there's a point of comparison here that is that you say that you hit plateau with your music and you're um having to consciously put in extra effort well it's the same with it's same with the sport because i play with a lot of younger guys like you know the gaps and grads from the school they're like in their 20s early, yeah, 20s early 20s dude you realize when you're in like 34 now like you don't have the pace that you had 10 years ago really so your plateau is not a plateau it's more just like you don't have the speed or finesse or skill level anymore that they uh, have Oh, so that's, that's why footballers retire younger and younger because it's wow. like you're it's not sense. that you don't have the mind frame or you don't have the desire right. it's just that you, you're simply younger is stronger when wow. it comes to soccer Did so like i regularly used to feel like you know one of the young bucks kind of you know yeah, yeah I and look. you
0: were really because before all the older teachers moved but out. i play
1: with these like well in the game that we play here that goes up to like 50 plus but like when you play with a bunch of 20 year olds man you're you're destroyed i'll be brutally honest about it you, you can't compete it's mm. just got got the pace you can't keep up with them so, it'd be like, you if you play with millennial metal heads, I bet they'd destroy you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah. Because you'd be like, oh, this is a real metal. This is a this is <laughs> millennial metal. <laughs> I
0: hope not. I hope not. I, I, hope, I hope to be one of those uh, out-of-date guys who are just like, you know, oh, how is your meddling going? You know, just like... <laughs> Pretend to be in the loop, but it's actually just really lame. <laughs> I'd rather be that guy than the guy who's angry, okay I understand it's
1: bet it's better to save face
0: yeah i uh my first guitar teacher, I think was the only guitar teacher I ever had in the almost fifteen years now that I've been playing guitar. The very first guitar teacher only one was at a local guitar shop. I can't remember what it was called, but there was a nice lady at the counter. And uh, one guitar teacher in the back room that I took guitar lessons. His his name was uh, Rich Rice, and he used to always tell me Rich Rice, Rich Rice, and he used to play gigs. He's Asian. (laughs) No, he was kind of a chunky American guy, and it was in the middle of Illinois. And uh, his family. The Rich Rice Family Band Or something Or The Rice Family Band Or something Anyway They used to play In the local pubs And I wasn't allowed to go And I would go with my dad Sometimes To see him play And he'd play like Surf covers And rock and roll covers Blues and stuff He was a great guitarist Big ass Fucking Sausage fingers like proper like british banger being like, you put five sausages on a palm <laughs> but he used to say to me uh, i was like, like a, i was like a 12 year old kid and he was like oh agents love me at the show because they love rice
1: <laughs> oh, that's so good
0: <laughs> it's so good yeah he's told me some other stuff too when i was a kid and I, I can't repeat on the
1: podcast but did he inspire know. you to was he a good did he become mentor teacher or more just someone you'd watch in gigs
0: I think it was a mix of both because um, he would pass out middle of lessons a lot of times. Oh, wow. Because he'd get drowsy from like eating. (laughs) So he would be in the middle of like a solo or something and then he just kind of like doze off and like, I'd be like, dude, you're sitting off (laughs) (laughs) with a guitar. (laughs) That's cool. So he would doze off sometimes. I don't think he was an arcolymntic. I, I think he just ate too much. Food comma <laughs> all yeah, the way. Yeah, food comma. Uh, but if it weren't for Rich, I don't think I'd be the guitarist I am today because he taught me a lot of the basics. Okay. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to learn the basics from Sean Beck's guitar lessons in the GC.
1: Shout out to uh, Sean Beck's guitar <laughs> lessons. And if, I, if I'm wanting to start guitar lessons, Sean, how can I, uh, how can I contact you, can you and get started?
0: You can find me on... Uh, Facebook, Sean back. You can find me on the GC. This is too much of a self-plug.
1: Abort, um, you, you, abort, If abort, you know self-plug. where to find
0: me, you know where to find me.
1: And if you don't, then you don't. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about my first guitar teacher, Dave Duxbury? You have
0: not. I think What's his
1: last name? Dux- Dave Duxberry. D-U-X. Duxbury. I shouldn't say this, actually. This is probably going <laughs> to... I think he's retired. I don't think he's still is around. Is he still around? Mm, In- probably not. No, he was. he loved Cream cream he (laughs) i love how you can't say that with a straight face (laughs) no one can say that with a straight face (laughs) eric why did you name your band cream eric come on man i know you are high on coke but so he loved cream he loved cream and this is not a joke this is not a joke he had three cats yeah and he used to be always just you walk into his room and he'd always just be rocking out playing cream solos and he used to play like keep playing bands and stuff like that. Playing cream solos? Halfway through the guitar class he'd always go and like feed his he was like Crazy Catman. Oh really? Yeah he was a bit of a Simpsons character. I how remember, old was he when he taught you guitar? I'm going to put him in his late 50s early 60s when I first met him. How old were you? I was turning up H-I-G-H at about 15 16 Mm. and he used to he he wouldn't mind he'd just be like okay so you're not in the space to do this song today so we'll do some blues and he was such a cool really really nice teacher and yeah the thing that i remember most about him is not any of the great music that he gave to me like he gave some beautiful tablature that he used to write out himself and stuff The thing I remember the most about him, he always called himself Dave Duxbury, cash in hand, the tax man doesn't know me. That was his full title. That was the title he told you. (laughs) So you could never pay him in, not that you had a choice in the early noughties, but cash in hand all the time he is such a character (laughs) such a if you imagine that british like eccentric character you know what we call the character the english weirdo that kind of guy in the pub i'm kind of imagining that
0: um Older Gentleman on KXP, the one of the DJs. He looks a
1: bit like that. The guy with glasses? Yeah, not I Cheryl on KXP, yeah, the other yeah, dude yeah. who the, introduced the, shame and stuff. Yeah, yeah, last week. He's a bit like that. That's um, what I'm imagining in my head. I think part of the reason I love my hobbies is because the people I met who helped and coached me, like some of the football coaches, they were eccentric characters. They were like weird enough that you could... They, they weren't perfection, they mm. were flawed, and they, and they were funny, and they, they were weird, spice. and they were interesting, yeah. The football coach used to just be a, a hilarious guy, Howard, he was called Howard, and all he used to shout all the time was... <clears throat> score a diving header which is the most difficult move to do in football and he would do it even if you were running with the ball and it was at your feet he would shout score with the diving header <laughs> i love that <laughs> he just had this great sense of humor that made like you know tense games and things like that That's all the awesome. more fun yeah it was good it was good oh god sounds like uh sounds like uh, someone's about to rock out in here who's that sean
0: oh my dear
1: Uh, Oh, Lord, yeah? Oh, Lord, yeah. What song's that from? War Pigs, my favorite song. Black Sabbath. You do love that song. I do love that song. I think we should uh, introduce another song.
0: Yes. Uh, What are we playing? Oh, we've been in a good mood. And, uh, you know, it's a nice sunny day out. So we're going to play a classic. This is a... Everyone knows this song. And we're going out of our way to play this today because it fits the mood.
1: It's got nothing to do with hobbies except... It makes you feel good like your hobbies should.
0: Yeah. This is uh, Kokomo by the Beach Boys. No further explanation needed.
4: Our chemistry and By and by will define A little bit of gravity
0: Como by the one and only Beach Boys.
1: Did you see um, Space Force? Ooh, Have you watched Space Force? Yeah, it was... Uh, it's a great scene when he dances. Maybe the one of the only great scenes. Yes. Is all I'm going to say. Okay, we don't want to smash the show. If you've not watched Space Force yet, starring the great Steve Carell and John Malkovich... Watch the first three episodes. Is it Malkovich or Malkovich? I always feel wrong about it. doesn't matter. Either or. We are in the pocket. He's so a fellow Baldi. He wouldn't mind. Um... Great, those two. Fantastic. Those two are
0: fantastic. Let's keep it on a high note. Those two are amazing performances in the show. And
1: they're the, they're the protagonists. Yeah. They keep it rolling on. Lots of space. Mm-hmm. Lots of... Uh, force.
0: Force. And space
1: force. Where <laughs> oh, are you going yeah. with that, show? <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to keep it light. <laughs> great show great show but yeah we don't want to do a uh, rotten tomatoes on it but if you've not seen it if you love the office if you love the u.s office yes. you will love that you will
0: love it out of love for steve carell absolutely and that's because why i loved it that, yeah, yeah because it we both matter. have a very uh deep love for yeah steve i Carrell. guess if
1: you're coming into that show without a steve carell love it might be a bit different but whatever Garbage. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. We were going <laughs> to talk next about um, formative moments formative, in our hobby life Formative moments.
0: Yeah. Um, Do you have any? You wrote down stadium. Stadium. What's that all about? I don't. I don't know oh, the story.
1: Stadium. Well, this is kind of back to back to football, soccer again. Um I guess one of the formative moments for my hobbies was like playing in l- like local level and playing in like the local town stadium. How local hmm. is this? Well, it's like Cone and Burnley, so it's like small towns. Like you know what? Like Sugipo or Daejeon. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I said like sheep. <laughs> no, not that local. It's not like. I'm
0: sorry, I'm just talking shit about your town. <laughs> I've never even been there. I just imagined an audience. Not a fa- it's not a you famous town. You for... mentioned
1: last week, so. <laughs> yeah, that was in Seoul. <laughs> That was not in Burnley That's your hometown Sean (laughs) (laughs) no the formative moment was i guess playing in a stadium right because every guy's dream who's a footballer is to play at their local team stadium yeah floodlights on yeah it it was grass that you've got it it was that nighttime vibe floodlights on and i i don't remember the game i don't remember the score but i remember vaguely playing at a stadium and it was electrifying it was so cool okay it's not wwe level there's Smackdown. no fireworks right but it was f- it's being a head, kid though. yeah in it your was head you really hear the applause exciting. you hear the fireworks that's the benefit of sports like that competitive drive if you're a kid it can really imbue you with a, se- a sense of like power confidence yeah. camaraderie yeah it's Just, really cool despite I me it.
0: not liking sports i think we do have that um common aspect because uh Playing music and performing it—it's
1: kind of the same thing. That's even—I would say that's even more spotlight because, you know, it's there's twenty-two guys on the football well, you, field. Uh, yeah, for I you. Guess. I mean, the performing. I want you play. The
0: Have you seen that uh, meme about uh, the difference between a rock guitarist and a jazz guitarist? No, what's the difference? A jazz guitarist plays three hundred chords in front of three people, and a rock guitarist plays three chords in front of three hundred people. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty apt. I can yeah.
1: agree with that.
0: But yeah, I mean, I I used to be a Are really shy. Are you the jazz shy-care. guitarist or the rock guitarist? Right? I'd say I'm somewhere in between. Okay, I might. You're get, the like- Raz. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's a good feeling, though, right? Yeah, I I was a pretty. How shy were you as a kid? I was really shy. I could not even order from a Burger King.
1: Um, this might surprise you, but I was not a shy child. (laughs) You don't say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I was more shy in certain situations and context-based. But overall, I was very loud, very yeah, quite confident, confident enough. In high school, I was the captain of the football team. In high school, oh, that gives you a certain kudos. It does. So, like, even some of the thug kids. What like about the- when
0: you were younger, younger, like primary, middle school? Um, I wasn't shy in high school and onwards, but primary and middle school, I was, I could barely make a restaurant order by myself.
1: I think I was shyer with girls than with guys. Right. hey <laughs> um, I think that's just because I had more experience hanging out with boys, you know, football, um, hanging out in the park neighborhood what about in was like, more social situations
0: like talking to strangers and stuff um, cuz that plays know, a lot cause into into performance cuz friends is one thing
1: whereas perform- I was cripplingly shy the first time I ever played a gig for football or music f- for music Wow. absolute like terror i remember being terrified i stood there with a the guitar in my hand like up
0: so hard i still remember it it was in yola the school you we went did to. you yeah. wow
1: mine was in a pub in burnley and i was just wow in bricks. front of ad- adults adults family other bands how old are you 17
0: man that's still a kid
1: yeah i mean it was ter- i Unless Enjoyed you're playing, it, but like, it was terrifying chain? because yeah. like we you know, you didn't want to play the wrong note. If, it's or... that's your,
0: if that's your first gig, it doesn't matter how old you are.
1: I'd had experience playing before then by playing violin in like um performances, but my violin playing was designed to not be heard.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I would try and play a couple of millimeters above the strings at uh, all times. So and you're trying
0: to like uh what do you call it? Like blend in with the other violinists.
1: Well, it was an orchestra and I was just, I looked around and I was like, God damn, these guys are good. Like, don't screw it up. Right. So maybe if you, I, I never enjoyed the violin. It was, I think if anyone is hoping to get their kids into music, maybe violin works, cello, right? Beautiful. But I think... You need to be, maybe, maybe I just wasn't good enough. You need a certain, I think, talent and confidence to play those instruments. Discipline. They're very difficult instruments to play. Classical instruments require a lot of discipline. There's no help. There's no fretboard. There's no indicator, no yeah. marker. And this, sl- like, it's if you so move small. your, if you move your index finger half a millimeter, half a millimeter, you can actually spoil the sound yeah. of an orchestra. Yeah. So it was quite scary, to it's, be honest. It's
0: pretty hardcore classical instrument and stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was good. I learned to read music, which I've now forgotten shamefully, but. <laughs> Um, I, rem- hey, I never knew it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just confessed it. I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the challenge of it, but I don't think I ever felt like I was playing music. I wanted to play. So yeah. That's the thing boring. with classical music. If you like it as a kid and yeah, you keep with most it. Most kids don't. I mean, I was listening yeah. to mud honey and I'm playing a violin. It's like, yeah, exactly. Come on. I, I want to was... be John Cale, yeah. but I can't be. <laughs> that was, uh,
0: one of my, uh, formative moments, uh, because, uh, like i mentioned earlier i didn't have a hobby as a kid really except like playing video games like friends house but that's not it really
1: that's yeah. not really a hobby we didn't we didn't mention that video games yeah that was another hobby yeah but, I mean, video games aren't really a hobby. Mm, it's about to become an X sport
0: Now it is, but now it back is. then... Now then, yeah,
1: then, well, the games weren't good enough, really, were they? I yeah. Guess. I mean, Are you they? can't
0: be a professional Super Mario 64 player. Well,
1: you can be a speedrunner <laughs> and have a room full of geeks clapping for <laughs> exactly. you. I mean, I, I watched those. No offense no offense to you, Oxklon. You've got they, the like, uh, record fried. for RE3. Re- remake speedrun 47.23. Yeah. <laughs> Watched it yesterday, but you're all losers, you're geeks.
0: <laughs> it is, I mean, it's sad but true. But anyhow, I was, uh, my formative moment was, um, uh, I had a couple older friends, they were brothers, uh, Albert and Michael, Korean American kids. And I think they were like three, four years older than I was. <laughs> Kevin's just having a hard time with this drink. <laughs>
1: that's I mean, not something you often say <laughs> no,
0: never and uh, one time I went to theirs for a sleepover and I pass was, me the smoker <laughs> <laughs> I think I was around 11 12 ish so I was just starting to get into guitar and I think I just recently bought an electric guitar and I was learning some stuff on that and they were like yo have you ever heard uh, classic rock Metallica or like ACDs and stuff like that so I was like no now I, I was at their house For a sleepover And they Albert The younger brother Put me in a room His room And I uh, got out A Sony Walkman Set of headphones You know The old shitty ones With like the Sponge mm-hmm. On them You didn't but Not the shitty. Mil- Not
1: shitty. Don't say Back shitty. then, the they best. Were. Yeah, I mean, the best.
0: That was the way to listen to them. At, uh, and millennials at the time. would love
1: to have one today, but you can't because you're too obsessed with Dre, <laughs> dicks.
0: But uh, yeah, he put me in his room, played uh, the Black Album by Metallica. Amazing album. Even I know that album. Yeah, the one with Enter Sandman as yes. the opening track. Jesus Christ. <laughs> But uh, he sat me in that room, headphones, he put the headphones on my head. I was like a little kid. He left the room, closed the door, and I, I was in that room on his desk, just mesmerized by this, you know, like satanic chords from hell. Awesome, awesome music. That's very cool. Very cool. But then the sleepover part came. And since he was like already a few years older than I was, he was like, you know, him and his brother were... When you have an older brother, you are also introduced to darker things at an earlier age look at bb and Shishi. yeah
1: <laughs> it's party very, hard party hard
0: did you know party hard when you were five definitely not <laughs> but um they had all these creepy ass you know the old slipknot album from um where they had the when they had the orange jumpsuits owned it
1: dude totally yeah Love slipknot when they came out
0: yeah, big fan now, but back then it was terrifying because I it was sleep scary. in that room as a little kid and I could not sleep that day because those Slipknot members were staring at me from the wall <laughs> in their creepy-ass masks. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh my God, this is so terrifying. So that was uh, mixed moments, but... Very helpful moment in my life. Yeah, meeting people. I,
1: I can relate to that. I think I'd give a shout out right here to Paul Wilkinshire and his brother Tom. <laughs> Tom Wilkinson and Paul Wilkinshire.
0: They have different surnames.
1: <laughs> Paul, Paul's brother Tom's a few years older and he had an attic bedroom. And we used to go up there and I remember like listening to um, Muddy Banks of the Wishka. I by Nirvana oh. live album, and he was into metal. He had, again corn posters on the, just vague flashbacks here, but yeah, amazing. Like you meet those older kids at that right age; that gateway is open, and fantastic. you're in. There's no coming back. I got in a little too early,
0: okay, and then I started appreciating it a lot when I was uh, when I was living in China. Okay, like I started getting into like really dark metal stuff when I was in China. And I think it was because of those uh, older brother guys. Yeah, and probably your English teacher showed you. Yeah, yeah, cool yeah, yeah. Who's your
1: English? Who was your English teacher in uh, China? I think his name was. Uh... <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I got to tell you. I, I got to tell you that not only did football like kick me off, and maybe make my character in some ways. I think like a sense of fair play, a sense of. Justice, a sense of yellow cards, red cards, punishments. Yeah. That kind, of, I carry that kind of thing with me. Actually, like in my life, you still do. I mean, no matter how um, aggressive you may be at football, I'm you not, still stop saying I'm not mental. Uh, can you
0: look me in the eye and say that you a bit mental? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> it's passion. I know it's passion, but you all the the thing that differentiates passion from just being a fucking dick. Is you'll always apologize after if you if they're not in the wrong,
1: yeah, but yeah, that's not the point I make. I don't think that I play ever to hurt anyone, but we've talked about this before, no, 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 before. but
0: that's the passion you know. You just want to have fun, and you want to do well, right? Well, it's I mean, like... I don't think the victims see it as fun, but...
1: <laughs> God damn you. They're oh, all are you no broke vic- my
4: shin, Kevin! <laughs> oh,
1: I'm sorry, mate. I was so excited and you know passionate, you know? I'm glad you mentioned broken bones, because my anecdote was about to be that even as I got older, <laughs> football carried on with me, and it led to one of my most fun memories of football, which was in university. So we had this team, and our team name was based on an Alan Partridge quote, and our team name was Kiss My Face FC. <laughs> and whenever we scored... which Did was FC stand for something football else? Football club. Okay, <laughs> yes. I thought it was
0: something else.
1: No, uh, we weren't a great team, but okay. whenever we scored, we would taunt the opposition by stroking our cheeks and saying, kiss my face. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> so one game, I scored a goal, and as a central defender, that's not often... Uh, and a, you know, it's a rare thing actually for that position to score a goal, right? So, anyway, I got one, and it's, I, it's, I mean, the name defense is in the title. You're at the back, you're not up at the front, smashing yeah. it in the goal, right? So, I got one from a corner shot where you can go up and score, right? And then I was full of beans, as we say, I was full of, yeah, I was full of. I was your, full of it. Your so ego we had, was raging hard. Oh my god, it was. I was like, <laughs> I've had one. This is my. This is my moment to shine. I'm going to be infamous. <laughs> so we, we had were an, right on the edge. <laughs> so we had another corner, which is where you kick the ball in from like the corner angle. Yeah, and most of your team will go into their goal and try and score. Yeah, you'll push a lot of guys in there to try and get the goal. So I went up, and I don't know what I was thinking. I did an overhead bicycle kick which what is, is where you throw yourself into the air hands and feet are off the floor and you try to kick the ball over your head into the goal so you're doing it backwards you're you're doing a backwards flip kick shot this is like a kung fu move yeah 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 <laughs> You should probably this no know
0: longer. this is like
1: Shaolin. <laughs> you remember that movie Shaolin Shaolin soccer.
4: <laughs> this
0: is Shaolin.
1: So you should probably know what you're doing or at least have practiced it once before, but I was just in the mood. <laughs> so I went up. You were about to blow. I went up and did this. I missed the ball completely. Landed on my arm and it snapped out of place. Oh no, did you break your arm? Yeah, yeah. It was at an Holy angle that shit. it shouldn't have been at. So <laughs> there's still a scar there from where it popped out. Oh. Oh no! Ah. Did you see the light? Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never. I didn't know you broke a bone. Before. Yeah. Oh yeah. Many, 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 many bones. But this one was. This bone was broken from pure hubris and That's arrogance. Like- <laughs> but the funny thing was I can do a Tekken move on this fucking soccer ball right now (laughs) let me try it out I went from scoring a goal and being quite respected to being a Muppet who broke his own arm Um, (laughs) but when the paramedics came and gave me all the gas my friends were telling me later that um, I was still quite happy and I was telling the paramedic to bring his gas canister over to my house for a party that night (laughs) And you were like 15? <laughs> no, I'm oh, like 20. I right, 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 was like 20. 19, 20. an epic thing to say. But even with a broken bone, I was... Did Andrew, he come over? I was party hard, even with a broken bone. Party hard. Uh, no, he gave me a shot of morphine and told me to be quiet. <laughs> and you had no choice but to be quiet. I don't remember anything after that. <laughs> <laughs> good, good night, doctor. But yeah, f- football is full for me of good That's and nice. bad memories. Is yeah. that the... That's the one goal miss, one goal score paramedic story. And yeah. your,
0: oh, your miss was the scorpion kick. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah.
1: And you know what? One goal miss, one goal score, that idea of half and half kind of brings us along to our next song. It does. Oh, wow. 10, I would say 10 out of 10
0: segue. Well done. But you didn't need, to, yeah. <laughs> I know, but I just felt like doing it because <laughs> <So> <laughs> you tried to make it really natural. And I noticed that, so I try to... You know what, Sean? You can <laughs> jog on.
1: Uh, this next song is um, by a band called Happer. A band? <laughs> by band, by band, band, band ab- <laughs> which means half or part. And, and it's an Irish guy and a Hawaiian guy. Yeah, Hawaiian yeah. duo, right? A Hawaiian duo. And this song is called Sleepwalk. Enjoy. It's beautiful.
0: that was sleepwalk by Hoppe. amazing amazing song very nice so good you were like about to many, fall asleep. Many, I was going to say many <laughs> many times
1: bb and shishi fell asleep to that song in the car oh yeah i've seen it happen there it's such a nice song it's beautiful absolutely gorgeous very it's nice just yeah. such a lullaby
0: there are a lot of versions of this songs by the ventures by the original uh, guys I don't remember the Johnny
1: names. and some yeah I yeah. can't remember but yeah they're all nice but this is I think our favorite so far I think that one just sounds the recording of that one is just better it's, very nice it's very nice,
0: nice. Uh, moving on to our next segment Jeju News Jeju News with Kevin Hill
1: Do you want to put the sound effect in now? <laughs> you <laughs> News. Jeju News. This week's Jeju News is not about sex dolls. It's not about farmers stealing vegetables. Is it not? Nope.
0: No feline apartheid? What? Feline apartheid. I've forgotten about that one.
1: It's not about feline <laughs> apartheid. Today's Jeju News is Kevin got a new guitar. Woo! <laughs> Bow, 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 bow. Sean, what guitar did Kevin get? He got a Squire
0: Telecaster with replaced pickups, which is a big bonus. Very nice pickups. I mean, it was an okay guitar before, but with the pickups, I mean, we jammed a little before the podcast recording. We played Andrew
1: W.K. songs. <laughs>
0: What did you say? Dreams do come true. Sweet.
1: True. Smart, sorry? <laughs> Dreams do come true. If you're going to pick me up on my words. <laughs> sweet, sweet sound. And um, wow. it's not JG News, but it's it's JG Kevin News. It's life news. It's a new news. segment. It's life news. And well, maybe, maybe we should um, just give a shout out to uh, the guy who gave it to me. Tim. Um, thank you, Tim. If you if you listen, Trish, we uh, I said to you that it's gone to a good home, and uh, I'm going to try and play even more. You can tell it's got a lot of love. You know,
0: like the fretboard is dirty. It's got you know. I like that. I like the wood finish. It's like my Gibson back home in the uk i mean the frets are run down the fingerboard's gritty you know it's this thing's gotten a lot of love it's had
1: a lot of playing and um i'm sure it's going to get a lot more so jeju not news is that kevin got a new guitar epic we we don't have any news today so we'll just we'll just roll with that news is that kevin got a new guitar and
0: we're in a fantastic mood today yeah and i
1: don't care about anything else so
0: six kids od'd on sugar this morning that's our jeju news yeah.
1: Uh, and they're all no longer on life support <laughs> they've made a full recovery yes so if you want uh child care help just uh give me a call <laughs> kevin's kindergarten is open for business yeah reasonable rates and uh discounts not available lots of sugar yeah your kids will be exhausted you can pay him in beer too that's you can. yeah yeah uh, welcome or whatever rum. you want uh, if you can make a mean pina colada, I'll look after your kid. After mine, though, you're going to have a hard time. Mm-hmm. Up in, you know, not to toot my own horn, but no. Uh, I mean, we are already in the pocket. We are fifth, do you know what? half in. I said to people after, <laughs> so this morning, lots of people were saying to me, why did you do that? <laughs> like, why did you look after six kids? Ah! I know. <laughs> Ouch. But you know what? Ah!
0: He didn't mix the drink. Oh my god, This just had straight rum in my mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was genuine pain, ladies and gentlemen. You know what? I've never seen Sean react that way. He he almost had a meltdown there.
0: <laughs> I feel like a vampire getting Why stabbed in the heart. Why didn't you stir? Did you not shirt shake yours? I'm sorry. Here. Here, here. Use the chopstick. All right.
1: What I was about to say was, <laughs> do you know i used to be a primary school teacher before being a high school teacher yeah this morning showed me that if i was to look after children as a professional you could still do it no, I couldn't. Oh. Really? <laughs> it showed me that <laughs> I would the direction ha- I was thinking you ha- going to go. <laughs> it would show me that I would have to retrain. and it That made, was the first genuine reaction we had today. <laughs> it made me just once again realize, and we've mentioned it over the COVID time over the last few weeks, which is the ongoing news issue. It's when our podcast started. Can you believe it's eight weeks? We've been doing eight this for two months. weeks. COVID kicked off in February. And you it's know what? It's June now. It's been fun every week. Yeah, it's been... But I just thought, what a big respect they've got. They've got the training, they got the skills, they got the methods. Those primary school teachers. I did another good deed. We were talking about good deeds last week. I am. Um, I did a few good deeds consciously this week. But one of them was to send a. Um, maybe you guys can do this because I had some parent meetings this week with some kids. Um, if you can't attend those meetings or you can't get face to face with your teacher right now. Send them a well-done message and CC in all their bosses. Oh, yeah. You and I did me that, that. And that was really good because... And if you aim to do it next Friday, nothing makes a teacher feel yeah. better than a Friday. And just to
0: clarify, boost? CC their bosses, not yours. Yes. Because once you CC your bosses, you're just becoming you No,
1: know, no, no. You're you don't publicly do that. just don't jacking yourself yeah. off. You you put the you put your teacher's name and you put their supervisor's name. You or whatever. make sure their bosses know that they've done something good. And you know what? It it's really, really good. And another that is nice. Good another props thing, we were good talking about you, man. this last week. Um if you're out there and your parents are still with you just send them a random gift this week yeah I Kevin send,
0: uh, why don't you follow up on your uh, 50 quid uh, random
1: shout whiskey. out to Mr. Hill hey Dad. Dave Mr. Valentine you know it just came from our conversation last week you know what the podcast inspired me is that is that an egotistical thing to it's say not. that my own podcast made me I change mean, my behavior this podcast is just
0: you and me having a conversation it's not that different from us just talking minus we play the music that's
1: true so, yeah, I acted on that, gave my dad a nice little gift. And he loved it. Yeah, just out of the blue. No need. It's what you said. It was what you said that stuck with me. Birthdays and special days, you expect something. No one expects something on a random Thursday.
0: I said Tuesday, but yeah. you. It's you really you co- almost You uh, almost, can I say this? Jenny doesn't listen to this, so it doesn't
1: matter. No. Kevin almost Jenny hates <laughs> it. Hi, Jenny. <laughs> we love you, Jenny. Anyhow, we love you, Jenny, and we understand why you hate it because it's garbage.
0: Garbage. Anyhow, Kevin uh, texted me the other week and uh, I offered him multiple times. and I mentioned it every once in a while is to say, Hey, if you ever want to take Jenny on a date, I'll look after the kids. We're cool anyway. So, you know, movie night in, have some popcorn, ice totally. cream. Totally. Mulan. Fun yeah Love but it. kevin's family is so tight that they usually don't do night out with um without the kids but we were going to this yeah week. kevin was going to and the last minute she, was... she got a
1: temperature 39.9 and we got yeah. a covid letter from the doctor yeah Scary. she's okay
0: by the way anyone she's who's fine. concerned
1: do you know what jenny told me that that message that i sent that went throughout the school Really? Yeah. So everyone was like, oh my goodness, this kid's got like, yeah, people are on high alert. So, you know, you got to be careful these days. It's, yeah. it's still around. It's still serious. But I appreciated you offering to look after them so we could have a date night. The offer still stands. Next week or yeah. the week thereafter, whatever.
0: It'll still be a surprise because Jay does not know.
1: Oh. Jenny, are you <laughs> listening? Why? Of course she's not. She's got a life. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to anyone listening sorry that sounded offensive i just mean that jenny doesn't like yeah to, listen to me don't have a life no i'm saying if you live with me why on earth would you listen to a radio show of me you wouldn't i don't know no you wouldn't i don't know what if the jenny fact does- that you even couldn't <laughs> no,
0: consider i only mentioned this because solby meant uh solby mentioned that she's listened to some of the episodes of for us. paul to for hear paul, paul not to hear Paul she gets annoyed and then she has to turn it yeah, off and lying. it takes her like five Solby, days you're
1: lying there's no way a spouse male or female is tuning in to hear their partner on a podcast she got
0: through the whole thing too
1: even yeah but she wasn't tuning in. Paul was incidental
0: no 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 she listened to the one with Paul I, the full, full interview with Paul
1: Solby uh, I don't believe you so I'll see you later <laughs>
0: Yeah, let's get Solby to clear her name on the podcast. (laughs) Solvi, we want you on the podcast, regardless of what Paul says.
1: Right, we were going to talk also back to our uh, topic we we're going to give some uh, random kimchi jjigae shout outs I believe as well it's that time of the year <laughs> time of the day so uh, we haven't had kimchi jjigae in a while I made one two weeks ago and you know what that um, was the one we had wasn't it that was the one that I gave to I gave a bit to uh, Anho at Pizza Alvolo yeah shout I out, made Anho. that one you made that just I, to clarify <laughs> I have these like final classes coming up where you're saying goodbye to your kids and I said to them, are hey they are we going to do a, a pizza party? Are we gonna get some chicken it's just, it's a tradition right i guess meaningless tradition but you just eat food and have some games together and i said or i'll make you a jigae and they all voted jjigae. so are you having a big feast i'm gonna have up? to make about four kimchi jigues in the next few weeks and i'm not even gonna get a taste Do you want to
0: borrow my pot
1: yes my 10 liter pot that would be very helpful so i can make a you don't have a kimchi I've got one of Mama Beck's left. That's not enough. No, I've got... Go get it's some. It's going to be store-bought. I've got and 2 And ripen it bows. up now because it's not going to it's be... It's already in the bag. I've already been mixing it. I'm thinking ahead. I'm on the game. I'm on the game. I'm on the game.
0: Kevin Hill. I hey, know Kim how kimchi
1: works. Okay. Fermentation oh, station. Fermentation station. Get gotcha. on it. Get on it. Get on the train. <laughs> Avoid <laughs> the pain. <laughs> Speaking of
0: uh, kimchi we've... Uh, we're gonna move on to different and other hobbies that we've picked up over the years. Do you have anything that you've picked up
1: since meeting you? Cooking, cooking. That's I a mean I've always cooked. I can make us. food. Who can't? If you can't, why not? Try a bit harder. Yeah, my dad can fry an egg. That's about it. But he's that's still cooking. But yeah, I think um, I picked on my cooking game since moving to. What JG. are the
0: but I mean, I've always cooked, all my friends know that, you know, and I've been, I've worked in restaurants and I've pursued food and I still will for a long time. But what do you think from a person who doesn't work in food professionally, uh, some of the benefits that you've had coming?
1: Um, I would say that there's just, uh, everyone knows this, who like today, gingerbread, the other day, Jigay, whatever the other day, there's just a joy. As a joy in serving food to people and giving food to people. So when I go over to people's houses and give them some of my quite famous now chicken mushroom soup or tomato soup or jigae, they're all like, oh yeah, great, thanks, man. And you just it's give it to soup. someone totally without reason. Yeah. It's it's a great... We talked about this before last week on gift giving. Yes, we food did. Food as being the ultimate gift to give to someone. Food is one of the... They say this
0: is one of the most... Uh, expressive forms of love that you can give to someone. Well, my
1: kimchi jjigae is all my love. Wow.
0: I feel borderline harassed if that is true because the kimchi jjigae is so good.
1: <laughs> it's all My kimchi jjigae is basically an assault.
0: <laughs> yeah. Kevin is borderline like predator at this level if we're comparing food to I, love. I think that that's... A, I, I mean th- that in a complimentary way. I too.
1: think that once you... Um, some of your hobbies when you're younger might be very different but I think once you um, once you step into the kitchen and you start making that a bit that's bit interesting to Good. me
0: though because your um, your hobbies as a kid is very different from cooking mm. I mean it is one of the few hobbies that you've picked up but on a creative level songwriting for me that's become a thing for me producing music I went to school for it and guitar music is also very you know pull things out of thin air and creating things in general. And it's interesting to me that, that you've gone to the cuz soccer you or football
1: you don't have that creativity. No, I mean you can learn a few extra tricks and moves but, essentially- but you still have to
0: stick to the rules whereas cooking and creativity you would kind of have to wing it unless you're following a textbook yeah which is culinary school but i, many I definitely
1: wing it i'm definitely like free-flowing uh, i've
0: seen you do it i mean i've seen you put fucking eggshells into your coffee machine
1: yep and <laughs> parmesan cheese yeah <laughs> if you've not seen our shitty pro, shitty life pro tip go check it out because it's guaranteed to make your life shittier <laughs> <laughs> If you didn't need that already. <laughs> Sponsored by Reddit Shitty Pro Life Tips. <laughs> Please check them out. That's a real subreddit. So much fun. Pretty Give you good laugh. So much joy to you. <laughs> I think that cooking, I think it's something that for me, it was always um, maybe more of a necessity than a joy. But then when you're cooking for other people... it's a different story. It, yeah, it becomes... you Cooking for yourself, you've said before, like professional chefs will eat pretty much the lowest common denominator. Yeah. But when you're making it for other people... I mean, I've, I've cooked food for people knowing that I'm not going to get to eat it because I don't have enough ingredients. That's exactly what... And that's when a, you give it the most it love is. because yeah. you're like, I don't even get this. It's like, it's just, I'm giving it to people, yeah, right? Yeah. that's.
0: Th- I'm glad you know that. There's pride. There's a lot of pride there involved. There is a lot of pride. There's two different types of cooking. One that you mentioned earlier about necessity. Oh, we'll just eat some boiled pasta with some salt on it. Or right. I've I been want there. to, I want to hone my craft. I want to really impress these people, or at least give it my best. And that's different. That's love, right there.
1: I feel the the reason my cooking game stepped up is because there's a few people who I've made friends with who also love cooking. Anno from Pete's Travel and his braised pork. You and everything that you make, um, Jenny has definitely become more interested in cooking due to living with lao lao yeah like the chinese recipes that are being handed down that's another thing about cooking
0: though that's another form of love just spreading it you know i'm it makes me so happy that you've picked up cooking pretty seriously too i mean i remember the first time you were cooking i mean i i don't remember any of the dishes because they weren't really dishes (laughs) It's true. Everyone right. just starts I mean, it was off like, like toast and stuff, but you know, every time we visit, did I just the, you just make your toast. We must have been wasted. I mean, you still do when we're wasted.
1: So <laughs> hey, let's put thing. some Parmesan cheese on this toast with olive oil. It's <laughs> it's Italian. <laughs> it's Italian.
0: <laughs> Anyhow, but you know, seeing you evolve in that way and learning new things and kind of taking your own interest, even if I'm not there, is you know, it's a really good feeling, and I'm sure you feel it too with. Not only cooking, but, you know, as a teacher, that's a big feeling too, right? English, when your kids take the initiative to learn their own stuff. Mm. You told me about your uh, year 11 girls reading the book that they um, were supposed to read to a certain chapter and they went beyond. Yeah. Even without you asking.
1: I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's creating a desire in people through your actions to want to just do it for themselves and you know the
0: best thing about cooking is you can fucking eat it exactly (laughs) and it tastes good the result (laughs) is is yours (laughs) yeah if it tastes like garbage i'm sorry but that's also a part of trying don't be afraid of fucking up
1: i've got to that level now where like the other day i made a dish and um it was it was a simple dish it was just like a tomato soup basic but i wasn't happy with it i threw the first batch away and remade it and it was great
0: yeah so, so i'm even at thing.
1: that level now where like i won't cu- i'm not saying that i'm at oh, a level yeah. but i'm saying that i understand now what disappointment shame is
0: now a factor
1: yeah maybe maybe yeah. so that today is a big thing I, today I, with the gingerbread uh shout out to dave smithson he came up and he went up to the you house you gotta be
0: careful with that because uh while it is a good thing to keep you on your toes you see these weird crazy chefs who get too i, I do not going to get that I, I, know, crazy. I know, I know. But this is just an anecdote to illustrate. You forgot what,
1: to season the pasta water. <laughs> throw it out.
0: <laughs> that always happens. You'll be instantly fired if you don't season uh, pasta water. That's but, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. I mean... all. Oh. oh my God. Don't even get me started. Anyhow, the fancy restaurants, a lot of them won't have salt and pepper on the table. All right. And the reason for that being is not because they've forgotten... Is because they don't want it. you to season the food after the chef has made it "quote unquote" perfect.
1: It's as it should be. Yeah. Okay. So if you ask
0: for salt, a lot of famous chefs or you know posh or dickhead chefs will ask you to leave the restaurant. They'll throw a hissy fit. Wow. Yeah,
1: that seems extreme.
0: Yeah, but people will get like that. You know, it's it's a, it's true. It it's happens true. all the time. Even if their foods, uh, you know, friends have told me crazy stories about, you know, seafood restaurants. The head chefs there will uh, deny the fact that their seafood has gotten bad. Okay. It's like rotten, it's boiled, it smells sour. And the guests will be like, hey, I think your okay. seafood's off. And then the chef will be like, no, you don't know my fucking food. You get out of here.
1: I can't relate to any of This like culinary snobbery is just far too beyond me. Because like my palate... It's good go-
0: that you don't.
1: Because- I was an English palate, right? Let's just call it as it is. Starch. Fish and chips until 21. And then I moved to China and I was like, oh, there is something called food. Oh, there is this wow. thing called flavors. There's there's a continent of flavors. Oh, my flavors. Oh, my spice, right? But... But I think that there's there's probably one chef that's inspired me more than anyone over the last few years. Wait, can I just say that was probably the best segue you've ever had
0: on the show? Why do you ever. keep doing it? <laughs> no, I, other ones were joking and taking the piss,
1: but that was beautiful. <laughs> but you highlighting them makes them seem insincere when they're actually not. One of the greatest chefs... Who's inspired me so much? It has to be. Can
5: you be serious with Ainsley? Not Harriet? when you're laughing.
1: It has to be Ainsley Harrier. Keep going. Ainsley Harrier is just. I mean, he he is just an inspiration. He makes cooking joyful. Makes it a bit sexual, makes it a bit risque. He just makes it human. There's none of that snobbery or anger. No, or that is fit. a good point. You know, Sean, have you ever seen that Ainsley Harriet clip where he talks about um, his meat? <laughs> it's called... You know, you Dirt know? chicken, right? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever yeah, seen yeah, that yeah, clip? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Give your meat a good old rub. Give your meat a good old rub. That's it. Nice and hot. Hot and spicy meat. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's our next song well speaking of rubbing your meat <laughs> i mean we we're gonna talk about your cooking career and i know that you want to dominate so this next song is everybody wants to rule the world
0: everybody wants to rule by uh, tears for fears everyone knows this song
2: Beautiful. so good
1: okay that was tears for fears and everybody wants to rule the world sean do you want to rule the world i think i want to be friends
0: with the guy that rules the world because that's too much responsibility okay and i feel like that friend's gonna have a lot of the benefits from ruling the world and i will get those benefits without the responsibility
1: okay theory of knowledge question if you could change one thing about how you ruled the world what would you change Uh, I wouldn't be an
0: orange-haired dickhead who was a racist piece of shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Sean. That was Sean on Who Wants to Rule the World. (laughs) We're going to give a quick shout-out to Team Hydrate. Team Hydrate. Team Team. Hydrate. Hydrate. Team. Team Hydrate.
0: (laughs) Hydrate Team.
1: (laughs) Sponsored by
0: JG Samdasu. Yes. (laughs) I'm not going to correct that in the hopes of them actually hearing this. Sam <laughs> so you know, ain't listening. No. You know what? <sighs> Even if are. If you're they not are, hydrating at this point after listening to this many episodes. We've
1: told you to do it many times. You need to listen.
0: If you're still having hangovers like an amateur,
1: come on. Idiot, what we are you doing? You said that the other day. He was like, when was the last time you had a hangover? We couldn't like, remember. No, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a little concerning.
0: Is that either a good thing or a to ask a doctor <laughs> I think I tried to justify it because you were like this is horrible Jordan and I was like no it just means really good
1: I'm going to go for my uh, annual medical checkup this summer, So I'll tell you whether it's a good I or bad thing. I remember
0: last year you doing it and you were healthy as a horse because you were hydrating. Yeah. And the doctor
1: said, go out and uh, drink some beer. And <laughs> yeah. He said, go out, drink and have a steak. I was like, doctor, are you a doctor? Are you certified? <laughs> you, if you knew how much I drank, doctor. <laughs> I was nervous that day. I remember calling you coming yeah, out yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. this is a bit sketchy. Because, yeah, you go for a full... They do... It's like a full car like M.O.T. Like they check Three, everything. four hours? Yeah. It takes... Uh, two hours okay they check everything and you're kind of like did you get a prostate exam they don't do that that doesn't start until you're about i think they do that when you're Uh, in your 40s yeah that's the my parents later I i mean i said i want one but they were like you don't need one i was like if you are i don't know um you didn't respond to that joke did you what did you say? I said asked for one, but they said you don't
4: need one. <laughs> there Sorry. we go.
1: I totally ignored that. Sorry. <laughs> Do you remember when Carl gets one on XFM? Does he? And as the doctor puts his finger in, he turns around and he goes, you are a real doctor, aren't you?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, I mean, if,
0: if you enjoy that kind of stuff, there's nothing wrong with it.
1: No, but it's just, fu- it's no, just no, no, funny no, no, in the medical context. I
0: wasn't referring to your joke, but it's a, it's a good joke. But, but um, there's a thing, actually, uh, PSA. I've heard this from my older friends and my parents and the parents' friends and stuff and whatnot. If you're going to have a uh, colonoscopy in Korea, uh, just so you know, if you have um, anesthesia... Depending on which hospital, the 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 gas if oh, you get right. gas if that okay. puts you to sleep, depending on which hospital and which nurse and which doctor uh, gives you the exam, uh, they can be a little rough because you're knocked out. Do
1: you not have to pay extra for that? <laughs> <laughs> you won't remember and or no, but I. <laughs> keep going Sean I
0: heard it can jack up your insides a little bit because they cram the camera up in there right because you're knocked out they don't care okay so this is actually kind of a serious issue I mean I'm sure more and more hospitals are you know not doing this but this is true for all around the world so if you can take one for the team try and do it without the gas because that's an option too
1: is that yeah so you can be awake for it you know what? Talking about like invasive surgeries, I found out what the um, actual COVID test is this week. Oh my God. She, she had that high temperature. So <clears throat> I rang my boss up and said, look, I can't come into work today. Kids got a high temperature, got to take her to the doctor, got to look after her today. It's a tube up the nose down the throat and That's- they say, say goodbye to your nose hairs. Really? Yeah, it's supposed to be quite... As you just mentioned, it's supposed the the procedure is supposed to be quite physical, quite brutal. It's actually, It's very
0: uncomfortable. Yeah, I it's not
1: done with a great degree of gentleness.
0: In uh, a lot of other places, I think the states does it this way too. They stick um, a giant swab up your nose into your brain area or some shit. Yeah, right up into the top. Okay. That must not be a good I mean, feeling. No, it's not going to feel. Regardless of like where that swab ends up in.
1: Should we get back onto hobbies? Because this is too gross for me. This yeah, is Saturday afternoon. we're talking afternoon. about
0: fucking... Oh,
1: you know what? Uh, this I is. usually listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> never. But if I do, I'll listen to it on a Sunday. And I don't want this. Quick,
0: quick uh, funny anecdote. Uh, this is a true one, I think. I've heard from uh, people on the interwebs in Korea. There's this lady. This is like submitted by an, anom- an anonymous doctor or nurse. And this lady came in to, to get a colonoscopy and uh, she was like, okay, I'll get gas because I don't want it to hurt or, you know, it's a bit uncomfortable. And then they started before she's passed out. Mm-hmm. And then, so she was a little like gassed up and, you know, not really fully on her toes to say, you know, yeah. she was kind of in the, in the process of getting knocked out. Yeah. Count to 10, one, Yeah. Two, yeah. Yeah. Right. So she just mutters in this drunken state of gas. She's like, "Oh, wrong hole! <laughs>
1: oh, what? <laughs> wrong hole!" <laughs> <Shots>. <laughs> now, is that is that a is that a gutter press story or is that from any kind of reliable source? That sounds like monkey news level <laughs> bullshit. I mean, it's very possible.
0: Well, I mean, fair play to us. Because you're. <laughs> Anyhow, moving on. What were we doing? What were we were gonna do. Oh, we're gonna play <laughs> word Sneak. Oh, the last time we
1: played word snake was.
0: It's time for you to up your game.
1: Kevin. I played it with I, I I was inspired by our game and I, I told you I took it to one of my um yeah, older classes. Well done. Yeah, but one of the one of the kids wrote down some horrendous Let's things. not mention him because for his own safety. Well we won't, but I'm just saying like this game allows you to tap into your darkest, darkest side. Oh definitely. Um, I
0: mean this is a great game. You played play. it with Paul
1: the other week, didn't you?
0: Yeah. How, he had how a- sick was he? He wasn't that sick. I was a little more Dr. Lombardi. Dr. Lombardi was a little tamer.
1: Uh, he did better than you did on the first week, though. Didn't he? That yeah. wasn't difficult, because I think I was absolute garbage.
0: <laughs> Let me find us the pen.
1: Hold I've got one. Are you okay? Do you need one? In the meantime, as we listen and write down our uh, chosen words and phrases, I think it's probably just... Um, Worth mentioning, a shout out to um, the most handsome man in the GC, Sunday. <laughs> How are you doing, Sunday? <laughs> oh my! Do you want to give a shout out to anyone whilst you're uh, writing down your words oh, and Oh yeah,
0: um, Senya gave oh, me um, custom-made laser-cut coasters with my logo on them. Well done, epic! And she got me decal stickers that I have put one in your car. I'm glad that that sticker is thank now you, on my thank windshield. Thank you so much for that. I mean probably one of the best gifts I've not only received
1: in 2020, but ever. That I mean, is, I mean... Look that at this. I mean, this is a work of art. Pure class. I I was a woodwork student actually. Really? Uh, yeah, I did it for my GCSE. And my dad's a carpenter, a metal worker, a Your car builder, a motorbike the, uh, yeah. builder. So I, I can relate to that. I don't have the skill set for it, but I appreciate it. And I think it should be done more. The, all the book study pursuing... Is it's limited, actually? Yeah. Like the practical, mechanical. I application think we definitely need more cool. um, hands-on stuff when you're younger. I mean, you could run a course in cooking. Um, I could,
0: I guess. Hold on, let me get a cocktail pass.
1: making. This one's done. Shout out to Wilson, who's here today, as as per usual. Sean has forgotten him. Sean, Sean has Wilson! clearly left his child I'm alone sorry. for far too long
4: i sorry Wilson i you, sh- you should be
1: What is Wilson? wrong with me I think that I think that social services Need to be called I'm
0: gonna hold Wilson For the rest of the episode I'm yeah, sorry Yeah it's man. too
1: late <laughs> You 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 can hug your child As the officers drag him away But it's too late
0: That hits deep <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now remind me of the rules And remind the listeners of the rules Because
0: it's oh, been a yeah. while the game, How the game works is that we write uh, X number of words for each other And we have to Say each other's words And fit them and sneak them in As casually as possible In a conversation That seems totally normal Oh, okay Yeah
1: That's where I went wrong last
0: time Yeah, you gave me words that were very tame we usually write these words during our break, but we forgot, so we're doing it now. So you're just going to listen to ASMR of pen Scribbles.
1: I'm finished, Sean. What's taking you, you so long? Yeah, it's oh, easier. This, this game is a game for people with sub subnormal IQs. Oh, God. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to uh, just scratch out one of those words and put something far more offensive just to annoy you. Okay. Please do. Um. (laughs) You having fun? (laughs) You know what? This is a shout out to Paul Lombardi. This is probably as much fun as Radio Magic, (laughs) 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 where you get to listen to the magic and you don't get to see it. How are you doing, Yuda?
0: Oh, Yura, we, we went to a really, uh, speaking of um, last week, we did uh, restaurant recommendations. I have a quick one for everyone called Mono Coffee or Mono Cafe, Mono M-A-N-O, Coffee or Cafe. It's up in, uh, in Jungmun. The guy has a r- rare disease and he has a 1% chance of living every day. And he has to take a bunch of shots and vaccines before he eats every wow. time. It's amazing, the coffee he has. So please check him out, support him. What's it called? Mano Coffee. Mano,
1: M-A-N-O. M-A-N-O, that's his name. Mano Coffee, in Jongmen. Yeah, in Jungmen. I mean, is it Jungman, Jungman, the tourist area? The residential area. Past the waterfall, more the township area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Where...
0: Closer to like the
1: Chongyeom Falls. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly See, where it's. Look I at mean. me, JG Geographer. I Better mean, than I do. I should just get a job as a tour guide. But thanks <laughs> COVID, so there's no tourists. Yeah,
0: that's the only reason why you haven't done that.
1: <laughs> Plus I hate Chinese tourists. <laughs> you said what what? <laughs> I mean I love Xi Jinping. All right, come on, give me your words. I'm ready to roll. All right, I think I'm done. Thank you. So word sneak round Round two. Here we go. Oh, of course it's a load of rubbish from Sean. Who is going to start? I'll begin. No, you begin because yours are uh, disgusting. Uh, we. (laughs) How are you feeling, Kevin? Yeah, you know. All right, been. Making a few people angry, but you know, have you I, I'm a regular jackoff, our, uh... so it's just like I keep. Doing <laughs> You're a regular what? <laughs> I'm just a regular jackoff, really, aren't I? Just yeah, constantly apologizing. You love are... to talk about my apologies. It's like I'm that good at them.
0: Who's been? Uh, I think uh, our group therapist, uh, Doctor Lombardi, has kind of helped you made
1: some progress, hasn't he? He has. He has. He often has a fiery butthole, but when he is open for session, and when he does have an <laughs> open ap- for
4: session. <laughs>
1: He gives good advice, but he, he you know, does. he needs he, he needs to be in the game. Yeah, he's he's, he's often Have you got seen a him fiery butthole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you seen him recently, or has he been a bit of a castaway?
1: Uh yeah, yeah, well played. Has been a bit, yeah, has been a bit aloof, a bit distant. But you know, yeah, it, you will get a fiery butthole if you constantly put sharp cheddar on everything that you eat. <laughs> what about? Uh, do you think? Um, Dr. Lombardi's
0: fiery uh, asshole has anything to do with. Butthole. Oh, butthole. Sorry, sorry. He's a butthole surfer. Butthole surfer. Does uh, the fieriness come from the food or do you think it's from insertion?
1: No, I think it's magic magic i think he just has Are
0: you is that a euphemism for like something like butt no plugs? no or... no
1: no i i i think that his dna is a bit different to most humans and um <laughs> so not butt plugs it's definitely not butt plugs that okay. allows him to have a butthole surfer's life I it's see. definitely the sharp cheddar <laughs> and a combination of magic Okay. Yeah. I is mean,
0: magic a euphemism for something? Or no. Is it no.
1: Magic. Mag- just in general. I mean, you know, you do, you can verify that magic is real. And if you if if you eat sharp cheddar <laughs> regularly, and, and you combine that with magic, your butthole's yeah. gonna be surfed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true.
1: Um,
0: the sharp cheddar thing. I mean, food can do a lot of things to your body. You know, whether it's good or bad. You know, I, I mean, I've heard um, some foods are aphrodisiacs. Have you any experience in these kind of things? I've
1: never uh, willingly taken an aphrodisiac. or Have you ever kind eaten a food blue. and then had a morning boner? A morning boner? Well, or an evening one. If I have a morning boner and I'm out of baby oil, I tend to reach my bike lube. <laughs> You're so disgusting. <laughs> Sean's five words no, were I didn't play at home. Play at home. I,
0: didn't finish. I don't know how to fit this last one in. Um I I, I love Sung You know? I think we both do, right? Oh dear. And that's
1: game. Well played, sir. Well played. I was better than last time. So Sean, are- play along at home. You've got five seconds. Please what were Sean's five it's so phrases? Fun. Sean's five phrases were regular jack-off, fiery butthole, sharp cheddar, magic, and bike lube. What were Kevin's five magic phrases? Dr. Lombardi, castaway, butt plugs, morning boner, and I love Sunday. You know what? I am no different to the students I played this with. Everything revolves around sex, butts, garbage, and trash. That's what makes it fun. Though. It's, a, it's a great game. Yeah. It brings out your inner beast. It does. <sighs> <laughs> your inner goat (laughs) shout out to Bill Hicks and goat boy (laughs) I think that we should um, maybe uh, talk about our issue again our topic uh, sorry not issue our topic again which we're talking about hobbies yeah no we're not talking about that anymore that game is disgusting (laughs) gusting as she she says gusting 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 as my (laughs) three-year-old says Um, you know what I I I've had a lot of hobbies, and there are some hobbies that have been really good for me. Um, Such as? We've mentioned football, mentioned yeah. guitar. Uh, we've talked about writing in the past. Yeah. Did, did I ever tell you that I was a brown belt of uh, karate? Oh, wow. Yeah, I think you did, actually, did I did I remember. I, did I mention that? But I... Um, remember probably about five moves karate is pretty useless actually because in england most people would just attack you with a knife yeah so um karate which doesn't really include knife disarming moves is pretty useless but if you're i shot you're I, done i, I <laughs> was studying karate before knife crime became a prevalent issue <laughs> so it was relevant back yeah to- yeah in the in the in the 90s england was it was a relevant little bit, everyone a little bit different but yeah i've um I've made a parental decision, which I I think is quite significant, and I've yeah. We we're going to talk about this earlier. Um, your kids having hobbies or passing yeah. hobbies on. That's passing hobbies on. Very different. When Dad told me it turned out my granddad, who's passed, was actually a keyboardist and piano player, and I've got BB into piano. Yeah, and we got one in the house now. And um, just the other day, uh, my. Wife Jenny mentioned to me, um, "There's a football opportunity, but it would mean that BB has to miss one of her two piano classes a week yeah. to do football." And even as a keen footballer, I opted for music to keep up the two music because I think that there's a tendency, and I see I see this reflected in myself. I finished karate before getting to black belt or whatever, to be too fickle, yeah. and to start hobbies and move on. And it is I yeah. do think it's a parents. We're the ones with the power. Ultimately, we're yeah, the ones who drive them to the hogwands and stuff. So your kids, like Bibi is
0: what five now? They, they She's not d- making phone calls to her hogwan and going, no. "Hey, look, I got
4: football at five. I can't really make it to piano this and Thursday."
1: It, if you ask a kid. They don't always know what's in their best interest. They'll pick the most social thing, yeah. Which and isn't also necessarily whatever their the best
0: thing. Param- uh, their parent is leaning towards, yeah. Like, oh, why don't you
1: try football? But that's then weird for like, me. Yeah, I do that. Consciously said, you're not gonna go to a football team. We're gonna we're gonna double down on piano, which yeah. I think is maybe it's a bit of a snobbishness in me. I have analyzed it. Like maybe I'm pushing. I don't think it, there's anything wrong with it because Bibi does enjoy it. I've yeah, seen her go. She. Loves it. she you know, Shout out to um, if you want your child and you listen in the GC to begin piano, we're sending Bibi to a piano class called Chopin Piano, which is located opposite the English Language Center in the GC, just opposite from Nong Hyuk Bank down the road. I just think that you can end up doing too much and you should probably do one thing well rather than many things disparately Never calling. half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. There we Ron go. Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Thank you, Ron. And thank you for your canoe building and your books are great. <laughs> you, Yeah. But I think
0: you're totally right because not only does it uh, confuse children at a young age but it also develops flakiness which is a terrible trait to have and they're already
1: flaky enough with this whole youtube attention span deficit that everyone talks about Yeah, it's so true you don't you don't want to encourage it so doubling down on things they love and maybe doubling up on your classes with that and Encouraging them, you can't say to your kids, "I want you to love music and play music." If you're not going to play music in your own home, yeah, hence Don't the new guitar today. Hence, you the know that's a big ukulele. Thing.
0: That's a really big thing uh, in recent times. Uh, forcing your children to have a hobby because it'll help them in college or help them get into oh, college. Oh man,
1: I see that all the time. Cello playing Bach. I kids love who Bach. Hate and music, stuff, but do it just so they can write it down.
0: It's sad, right?
1: Yeah. It, it's uh, uh, maybe i exaggerated it is seldom that kids hate it because they learn to respect it actually it's I like mean, me with violin but i they hated don't it like it no i wouldn't go
0: as far to use the word hate but they don't most of them don't like it most of them are like they go to college and like oh yeah i used to play cello but mm-hmm. i think my parents paid a thousand dollars a month so i could get into harvard or some shit okay that happens a lot in korea i don't know about other other countries but you know korea for being very competitive in the university market
1: yeah I, I think that you know once you've um once you've encouraged your children to start something you should see it through but it's easy at the current age of my children is yeah, when they get to that rebellious problem. teenage years that, where they can actually probably begin to tell but that you that
0: subconscious no. stuff as a kid plays a big factor you know, because if you teach them to be flaky at five, you know, they're just going to be like, oh, well, you know what? Fuck this when I'm like 13 or yep. 15, 17, yep, yep, whatever. Yep. They can they just realize much earlier that they don't have to do this stuff. And I hold my that.
1: hands up. I think everyone has an element of flakiness and I do too, but I, I, it's not something I want to foster at all. So Yeah, flakiness got, is not good. You got You got to stick to your guns when you join up for a club. Don't... My my thoughts right now are don't do too much. Pick one or two things and just focus yeah, on them. Exactly. And if they don't like it, it's like a food. I've changed my philosophy. I used to hate butter and margarine, and now I love it. You say butter, butter and margarine, and didn't eat it for like fifteen years. I wouldn't years. have
0: met your friend. I I wouldn't have been your friend if you if you were, fifteen years ago, dude. Like that's insane. not like
1: Butter. Well, ex Kevin. Wow. I'm glad I know you now. You know Butter Kevin. <laughs> Butter He's like the better version of popcorn. That's your
0: porn star name.
1: Butter Kevin. <laughs> oh, is it an adjective or a verb? It's still doesn't gross. Matter. It doesn't make a doesn't difference. It doesn't matter. This is not what we were supposed to be talking about, Sean. I don't think any episode we've ever
0: done ends up talking about what we were supposed to be talking about. But
1: you know what? There is a certain element of, of truth in the fact that parents do by their own flakiness breed that flakiness that's so true oh sorry not breed reflect that flakiness into their kids yeah it's not good don't be flaky people it's not cool and you know if you you gotta give it a try yourself like if you're gonna ask your kid to be doing something you want to at least show them once or twice that you're gonna have a go at it yeah
0: because you're
1: your word is law if your means allow you i'm not going to be a douchebag i'm going to say if if opportunity allows you to yeah yeah yeah. because not everyone can do what they want their kids to do and some people make great sacrifices to give them things they can't do
0: that's also true
1: education for your child
0: i've seen people go to great lengths to accomplish that
1: yeah yeah my parents weren't particularly musical but they allow me to do some music so you know
0: It doesn't seem like a big deal when you pick up your first guitar or go to your first piano lesson as a kid, but for your parents, making a month-to-month living Mm -hmm. off of whatever wages they make, you know? Not everyone lives in the GC. Not everyone's well-off. Not everyone drives a fucking Porsche of a Mercedes. Mm -hmm. You know, most of the world, you know, it's hard to pay for these kind of things. So if you're uh, in middle school and you're listening to this podcast, appreciate your parents.
1: (laughs) And if you're a parent, we appreciate
0: you. We do appreciate thanks you. Thanks for listening. And I know we both know it's a thankless job for different reasons, but we want you to know that, you know, we know what's up. So if your kids are being assholes and saying we want to give up on piano and guitar, you say shut the fuck up and learn guitar. And do
1: you know what you do? At we-
0: shorn Beck's Guitar Lessons.
1: <laughs> You sign him up for Sean Beck, or you sign him up for Kevin Hills Football Club, where they'll yeah. definitely not Do get both. injured. And, and then then, um,
0: you'll be a Patreon. You'll be a patron of our podcast by doing that.
1: So. If you're in any doubt about the uh, value of teaching your kids music, here's a song for you. This is uh, listen to the music by the Doobie Brothers. Oh, fantastic song.
0: that was listened to the music by the doobie brothers what a fantastic tune that's my song of the year so good (laughs) so good it makes kevin cry and cough
1: those chips are so spicy (laughs) combined with the rum (laughs) great song beautiful i just opened the window can you hear the birds singing outside let's have a moment of silence for the birds So nice Nice And if, nice. if you can't hear it You can put a bird sound effect in <laughs> <laughs> You we know what we to do uh, Another game Another game
0: Game kind of ish thing We're going to do a Explain it like in five We do one with uh, Paul On one of the episodes We're going to give Kevin 60 seconds to explain cycling Yes Today's a little different Because Kevin knows What I'm going to ask him But you know he's in the pocket now as we say so it'll be interesting so uh kevin is a big cycling enthusiast and i know nothing about it besides the pa- uh fact that you know it's a bunch of uh men in uh, tight clothes tight clothes and their uh you know family jewels can be seen from shadows and stuff okay you ready 60 seconds all right cycling. so cycling explain it like i'm five years
1: old Three, two, one, go. Hi, Sean. Hello. Do you like cycling?
3: I don't know enough about it. Please tell me more.
1: Do you like to go fast? I do like to go fast. Well, you'll love cycling.
3: Tell me more about this.
1: Do you like skin-tight clothing? Hmm. Continue. <laughs> well, you'll love cycling. Cover yourself in Lycra. What is Lycra? Lycra is basically like WWE clothes. It's like a swimming costume <laughs> on your body, but nobody can tell you to take it off. Oh. And you wear it and it makes you go faster. So what is a bike? A bike is a vehicle with two wheels. And with two wheels, you can go really really fast. and you have gears and gears are things that make you go even faster how fast are we talking 40 kilometers an hour 40 kilometers faster than a motorbike (laughs) (laughs) so you get on your bike you push off with one foot and you put one foot on one of the pedals there's two pedals you push off with one foot you keep one foot on a pedal and then you go really fast that is one minute all right not bad i didn't feel like i really conveyed the joy of cycling to no this you five were just getting into it yeah this five-year-old not prob- bad though. this five-year-old would ask for another minute i'm sure this five-year-old would have walked off no <laughs> no this five-year-old would have walked off to the bicycle shop to buy a bicycle <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh for everyone that doesn't know including myself about cycling what is it that makes it different from just taking your bike out to the park what do you mean, taking your bike out to the park? Just like a mountain bike or whatever. Just going bicycle. for a scooch, going yes. for a poodle. Yeah, what's uh, what's the difference between the stuff that you guys in Lycra do and regular just
1: going to the grocery oh, store with your you bicycle? You guys in Lycra, girls and guys in Lycra. It's disgusting, isn't it? It makes me feel sick, especially. Is it? Yeah, it's like, why do they sell football shirts in XXL? <laughs> you can't run around the football pitch. You don't deserve to wear the football shirt. They shouldn't sell biking gear in XXL. Excel sizes either. It shouldn't. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Okay, that's my comment. I'm not. Sh- I'm not shaming anyone. I'm just saying it's gross. Oh, sorry. I am shaming. <laughs> I was just waiting for
0: that to happen. <laughs> No, I do agree. Don't uh, don't fat shame anyone. But no, I'm not. I'm just. No, 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 I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the public. Don't fat shame anyone. We but talked about fat shaming the talk other day. About this. Yeah. this is a serious topic. I want to mention, and uh, Kevin and I both agree on this. Don't fat shame anyone, but don't encourage being obese. Don't say it's okay. If you know someone in your family or a friend that's obese, tell them they need to lose weight because it's a serious thing
1: and a lot of adult diseases come from being obese you feel like you've been i feel like you can speak more to this because you've actually said before that you felt that you were chunkier yeah when you were a kid yeah i've always just been like a gangly lanky frankenstein (laughs) yeah
0: i mean in my adult life i've maybe been a little you know put on a few pounds here and there every once in a while but you feel a lot worse, and I'm sure you know this feeling too, right? You don't run as fast, you oh, don't feel man. as good in the morning. Of
1: course, you can't. It yeah. might be a placebo, but I'm- I don't score. I don't score those overhead kicks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you? You told me this is okay. That we're done with that PSA. We're gonna move on to uh, Kevin's kung fu kick. I remember him doing last year or something. Kung fu kick? Didn't you do a flying roundhouse kick on someone? No, into a goal. You told me about this.
1: I think I did. Yeah, I think it was more of a... um, If you know Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat, he can do like a flying forward kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was more like that than a a roundhouse kick is where you're spinning. Yeah, you're actually spinning. I I'm not good. I can't actually do that move. Okay, But like a, a flying- running, jumping, both legs in the air, kicking and a goal. I wow. did. I'm Mortal Kombat to goal. Fatality. It was quite awesome actually. I felt really proud. That's brutal. It was like pick that well, out of the net. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> There's a singed hole. <laughs> Listen, we're not we're not shaming anyone, but to get back to cycling. Yeah, there is it is which
0: is a good exercise for obesity yeah
1: it's one of my biggest hobbies right now i'm really into it because jeju is such a beautiful place to do it yeah and you want to see jeju and you don't get tired of seeing jeju Uh, these days i'm doing it indoors i've got like a new indoor cycling machine i talked Mm. about before but i think that if you're gonna get into cycling don't go crazy don't spend Um, upwards of a million one or a thousand pounds on a bike because you don't need to get something used get something used start off slow like i did for a couple of years get into it and um i remember when you first started earn your upgrade yeah that's what i'll say earn your if if you've not done a thousand miles i don't think you really should buy something special because you've not committed to it you also don't know if you're ready for it or not yeah and the good thing is when you do all that training on something that's not pro level and then you get better and you get a pro level yeah you, you kind of earn it It feels, it's like playing feels well on a shitty
0: guitar and then once you get a good guitar you're like oh my god i'm so good
1: yeah yeah it's like it's like i sh- remember when you got your new bike because you told me but it's the right size for me so it's yeah, a beast yeah, yeah. So I, call, I, a- I, I, I named her I named her Brick House. <laughs> She's Got mighty, mighty. Commodores. She's built like an Amazon. Letting it all hang out. Beautiful machine. Great name. Absolutely gorgeous. I it mean, It is fantastic. It was one of my favorite colors ever. I don't think you're ever too old to get into a new hobby. We talked about my basketball last week, and I think that, you know... It's funny to mock cyclists because they're so mockable because they're such a bunch of losers. Like, I think cyclists, I hate cyclists. FYI, I think I, cyclists
0: I mock each other more than anyone else does because I don't know anyone else because no in one the cares world. about them. They're such exactly. losers. I like, mean, I don't want to say
1: losers, but no, like, they point are. Point in case, you just you know they are. They chase like two <laughs> seconds on each other, and they're like, "I beat you by one second. The wind was favorable," and you're just like the wind was favorable. You know, it, it, it's a fun thing, but a lot of people take it way too seriously. It is I mean, a good hobby. I that's the case for anything. Yeah, it keeps you in shape. Um, it's sociable. A lot of people enjoy the social aspect Yeah, that's one thing that it. you
0: and I have in uh, that. that's a little different from our hobbies because me
1: playing guitar, most of the time
0: it's by myself.
1: Me too. I cycle indoors because I'm just tired of cyclists. But on a
0: normal day, you go out with friends and...
1: I used to, but now I hate them. <laughs> okay, <Yeah. laughs> so we are on the same track then. <laughs> your guitar playing indoors, and you know, a good thing about uh, cycling indoors is you give your chance the you give yourself the chance to discover new music, new audio yeah, books. Whereas true. when you're out, it's not safe to you, you got to focus on the road. You know what? That's kind of opposite
0: from and we did this early before we started recording and i did with this paul just yesterday jamming with your friends on a musical instrument that's almost the opposite
1: i don't feel up to it yet just playing a little bit with you today i i can't jam yet i need i need a lot more practice that's
0: the thing you can't have that uh, you can't have that um state of mind you just gotta do it
1: oh it was fun don't get me wrong but i'm just saying like i know that i used to be able to do it better than i could oh, today okay so that's like, that's fine then in my head i'm like okay you, you gotta you gotta put some more if effort if you're beginning in
0: guitar or you're self-conscious about your own guitar playing don't ever be i'm not just talking to kevin i'm talk, talking to anyone who's learning an instrument or new skill even ditto cycling. for
1: cycling and football yeah, you get, get out, out there, there get and out you there. play and guess what you screw up but you're gonna get better that's it, what that that's the same with languages and mandarin anything. speak just it use it go out play it
0: the, the, the truth
1: is, you're going to have more fun doing those cock-ups with someone it, than you will playing about. by yourself and being successful. And unless
0: you're, you know, the people you're playing with are absolute cocks, <laughs> I mean, Jug on. that's usually not the case. That's, I'm very sorry if that happens that, because that's a terrible feeling. Does to it? Have. Maybe. Yeah, because you have people who, you know, tell you you're bad at what you do, but, um, That's usually not the case. Most of the people who are enthusiasts about something have that same starting point.
1: Yeah, and they're supportive.
0: Yeah, they're supportive. And if they're not,
1: then drop them because you don't need them.
0: Yeah, drop kick them, literally. Yeah,
1: yeah. Do a Liu Kang goal kick into their (laughs) face. (laughs) (coughs) He also shoots fireballs, which I've not perfected yet, but I am working on. If you set a ball on fire and kick it into the goal, I will probably say you no longer need to play football anymore. You've you've mastered that. Move on. Level 99. Get a a new topic, you know. Um, Basketball. It's weird. Paul mentioned the other day on the podcast, like he was a guitar player. He quit for a while and then he came back to it. I kind of, I feel that akin to him too. Like I was far more dedicated to guitar earlier and then it's just Uh, fallen by the wayside. Other things have come. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's, I love that both of you are doing, um, Guitar now. I mean, I only hang out with like a handful of people in the GC regularly. Mm. And the fact that you two are doing that, that's fantastic.
1: I think for me, it comes from more of a place of getting my kids into music. And I just, I totally believe in the philosophy of monkey see, monkey do. Oh, that's true. Like if if they're if they're seeing someone they admire or respect do it, then they're going to do it. Right. Hell yes. I mean, it's, it's like all the people who come to football to support me, all my fans, they, they gather by the hundreds. They cheer my name. And you know, mm. I know they just wish they could do what I do.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> Moving on to our next song. <laughs> Christmas in LA Why did we pick this song? It seems out of sync And it's actually bad luck To play Christmas songs Before the Christmas season You know what? Yet We don't care Neither of us believe in luck we, We're not, we're, superstitious. We're and not I'm, superstitious I am a little We were talking stitious. about Wolfpack As being the up band yes. the, the positive vibe that we both have
0: Yeah Wolfpack is like audio vitamin C It's a good phrase Yeah So I mean this is a great song. Christmas in LA. We're feeling like Christmas today. You know what? I so feel so it.
1: good. It, I can't believe it's like two weeks till summer. Last week, we said three weeks. Now it's two weeks. If yeah. we do another one next week, we're going to say it's week. one week till summer. Yeah. And
0: we're going to be doing the same exact bullshit again. <laughs> so
1: lovely do you want more music or more bullshit that doesn't what I matter That's we'll you... do both we got you covered wolfpack <laughs> you check them out we told you about madison square garden we've got some new fans um you're a brother-in-law he loves wolfpack now Who hey, matty loves old yeah well done Matty. it's about time he stepped up well done <laughs> anyhow this
0: is uh christmas in la by wolfpack please enjoy
1: christmas in la wolfpack how wolfpack. do you do it you cannot go wrong with wolfpack put them in your life put them in they, they should be your multivitamin, vitamin 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 yes vitamin vitamin you should have wolfpack in your daily daily digestion because they just eat it drink it inject it snort it do whatever you want to do yeah put it in your system just get that musical theater into your life people shout out to greenie shout out greenie god damn you if you don't like wolfpack go away go away you don't deserve to breathe i thought you were just gonna stop at you don't deserve <laughs> just, if you don't like wolfpack you don't deserve period you know what you don't deserve so um <laughs> we're heading into our outro now because you've heard enough of us today and uh, i think we've heard enough of ourselves today <laughs> we're we're done we so, are in
0: such a good mood that we cannot coherently say our thoughts. And, um, and I'm not going to say how much rum we've had, but... Sean.
1: Sean, <laughs> come on. We need to
0: eat dinner and <laughs> drink <Sean>. some water. <laughs> Team Hydrate is dead. Team Hydrate <laughs> needs to catch up with us. <laughs> Anyhow, we just wanted to say t- um, stick with your hobbies because that's our theme today hobbies and being in a good mood and what does a hobby
1: do it puts you in a good mood yeah elevates you elevates you makes you yeah i mean when people talk That's about a way of who it. are you what do you like to do you always riff on your hobbies so what yeah, are they you yeah. don't i mean say you're boring yes job you say yeah, what if you your like hobby's drinking rum you need a
0: new hobby to go with there's it. a reason why people ask you what you do on the weekends or in your free time they don't. True. They're not interested in yeah, what your job yeah,
1: is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I did a triathlon. Oh, good for you. But you're boring as shit. I mean, get some <laughs> new hobbies. Did you play Andrew Drover K on your guitar this
0: week? <laughs> Loser. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did before we uh before we uh drop out. Is there any new hobby or anything you'd like to get interested or get into in the? future? Near future or well, the far future
1: for you? Malcolm Gladwell, uh, yeah. famous New York Times columnist and famous writer of books like Blink and all these other, is a populist writer. Yeah, he um, he's um, mentioned a study that says ten thousand hours. So I think I've heard about this. That idea that you commit to something. Well, you know, even if you drop other things and pick up other things along the way, maybe just try and keep a core hobby, keep something going. Maybe I have played 10,000 hours football. I wouldn't know, but I you think you probably have probably, I've, maybe have since being a kid. Probably definitely, more. you've done that for guitar. Definitely, you got to make yourself accountable to yourself and keep a hobby going no matter what it is because you'll reap the benefits and you'll feel great from it.
0: And I think we both uh, retirement,
1: both- retirement too, yeah. My boss is retiring soon and you know they always hey say nick, like we want you on the podcast hey nick they always say like ret- he's not going to be bored he's going to be fine but like they say retirement can be the biggest killer if you don't have hobbies yeah because you end up stagnating so you and gonna, if
0: you are retiring or near retiring or just you think yourself um i'm you retiring
1: know, yeah <laughs> that got depressing really fast i just <laughs> want to be the youngest retiree okay i didn't think of that joyful that <laughs> i'm retiring to Yop
0: oh that'd be a good spot to retire anyhow um if you think you're too old to pick up a new hobby don't there are 80 90 year old guitarists there are people who do unimaginable feats at old age you know i'm sure you know cyclists who are <laughs> there on, are yeah there's a guy who's like pushing his seventies, doing longboarding, going eighty kilometers an hour. Wow! Wearing a fucking helmet, like that's gonna help you? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wait, those bones? <laughs> yeah. You're gone. You're fucked. Your skull is the only thing that's gonna Granda, be, kept alive. be careful. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, don't be afraid to pick up a new hobby, whether it's music. <clears throat>
1: Cooking, art, whatever it is. It could be writing. Yeah, and we've talked about our hobbies today, but there are <coughs> so many other hobbies that we don't do that other people do that could apply for your skill set. <coughs> I mean, you know, reading, scholarship. Shout out to Cameron. Become a poet. If you've always had that anything calling, you've had that voice. Whether it's becoming a, a woodworker or yeah. becoming a, any a gardener, anything that calls Rather to you. Rather than
0: boring your friends about plans you have that you've never pursued mm. actually do them and then tell them about your finished product yeah don't just make it a bucket list to fucking do it yeah I've been meaning to do this book for years now don't say that say hey I've started my book or I finished my book why don't you have a read yeah if it's shit at least they have a tangible product they can see that and in- You know, it's really different, you know, thinking about something and then looking at a finished product. It it
1: requires a um, certain amount of bravery, I think. But probably that's not the deciding factor. The deciding factor is just time commitment, just getting down to it. Avoid the procrastination. Exactly. I mean, you can procrastinate. I'm a procrastinator, but I actually do it. Yeah. I mean, procrastinating is something everyone does, but some people don't know how to get past it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally agree. You know what? I think I've enjoyed today's show. Today I think, was I, I amazing. Think that, I think that last think, week we we had our anger and uh, distortion theme. A few people back in the UK love some of that music we played, and gives a big mm. shout. I hope the music goes down well today too. It's it hasn't been as themed it's been a more Uber, disparate but oh, still been good it? solving about positive vibes and um yeah uh, down in it's such a good song i don't think you mentioned that that came from space force did we mention sp- we did we did sorry we did no i'm sorry 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 we did i've enjoyed today's show again i'm not going to be on next week it's going to be do a on
0: audio high five audible extra
1: loud oh, that bad. wasn't
0: bad six out of ten yeah, we totally did that together.
1: <laughs> anyway. What, what so, are you doing for the rest of your Saturday, Sean? It's about, what time is it? Let's I don't know. Let's give a reality check. It's about... 6.30? 6.30. I know my kids are going for dinner right now. Do you want to get something to eat? I'm not hungry at all. You're
0: not hungry? You want to go for another beer? Yeah. Okay, we'll have a beer. We might get something to eat. Um, I might
1: eat. I just want to see Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, wrapping it up. Let's uh, let's quit while we we're ahead. Enjoy your good mood, people, and thank you again for tuning into our thank podcast, so much. Coast to Coast. I know we joke about episode it all the time. A, we love it, and we're glad you had a great time with us. And if you didn't, all right, we'll see you next time for episode nine. Give us another life. If not, well, you don't know, swear. You're missing stop. out. Stop. I said missing out. Missing out. Missing out. And uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> 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 wait, 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 wait. What? Before we go. Do you want to just introduce your co-host? Oh my!
0: Oh no, I did. I said I. Dude, you're you're really in the pocket because we talked with Wilson earlier. <laughs> right, Wilson? Yes. Okay, let's not use that language on the. Okay, okay, that's enough,
1: Wilson. Wilson.